Okay, take four. <laughs> Let's try this. Although we always get looser. Lumbar's egg order. Lumbar's egg order. Lumbar's egg order. Jumping back now to 1973. It's been a few days. It's now Wednesday morning. Wednesday morning. Around 8.15 a.m. Looks to be relatively even on the floor. One or two solos by the counter. Solos by the counter. About three, four tops, and the rest are doubles. It's your basic breakfast traffic. Nothing you can't handle. A man and woman are sitting together at booth number 23. Their menus are closed. You might want to go check in on them. Check in on them. Check in on them. Check in on them. The man is looking outside at the parked cars. There's a dark shadow edging out from that entire half of the building. It's a cold shadow. It is a cold shadow. It's a cold shadow. It is a cold shadow. <sighs> the shadow covers the parking lot. Dropping the temperature by an easy 10 degrees. Like every day, the shadow won't clear up until noon. The shadow won't clear up the shadow won't clear up. Until noon. The shadow won't clear up. Until noon. A vulture is hovering above. It's circling on the exterior grease trap and the row of garbage cans. Grease trap and the row of garbage cans. The man looks away from all of this and then looks up at his wife. She's been waiting. She begins immediately. Now Lumbar, don't get taken again. Not like last time. I'm gonna do fine. You haven't done fine before. Lucille, please, you have to stop getting me so upset. The doctor says, don't hide behind Dr. Philopitz. Don't hide behind Dr. Philopitz. There's a long silence. But she is right. They never do well here. They could maybe avoid this place and try a diner with an easier way to order. Perhaps even one with prices listed on the menu. But the eggs here are good. Far better than any other place in town. And the food here it is much easier to consume than any of Lucille's dry attempts. Her cooking is like a plate of powdered feet. That's for sure. If it means good eggs, Lumbar will take his losses. There's worse stuff to get upset about, he offers. Lumbar returns to looking at the parking lot. The vulture has flown off, and now it's just dark cars on quiet asphalt. 
quiet asphalt. Dark cars on quiet asphalt. He sulks. He sips a solid half of his cup down. It's a good thing the busboy has already covered the coffee order. He's waiting for the waitress. Fix your hat, the wife says. It's crooked. Lumbar wants to yell. Instead, he takes his anger out on the hat, smacking his tweed trilby up and down. His wife grunts. It's the kind of grunt with doubt implied. You're not being helpful, Lucille, grunting at me like that beforehand. Helpful, she says. I'm not being helpful. Are you saying a wife of 25 years is not helpful? Lucille, again, yes, it is unhelpful. Exactly that. You have to stop. I have to stop. What about you? What would you like to stop, Lumbar? What is helpful is when you don't lose us money here. What is helpful is when you get us a good price. Lumbar is furious. Lucille can't help but throw one more dart. Save us some money when we eat. Once in a while, how about? Save us some money? You try saving. He rages under his breath. Save us some money. You try saving, you mink addict. Just then, on perfect timing. Hi, you two. Welcome to the Clarence Coffee Cup. Is there anything on the menu you'd like to ask about today? No. Okay, well, are you ready to name your price? Yes. We are fully aware of our order, says Lumbar. Well, let's make a deal, says the waitress. Yes, that's exactly what I'm looking for today, is a good deal, so no funny stuff. Well, we'd love to give you a good price. We'd love to give you a good price. Okay, first, first. Okay, we'd love to give you a good price. First, I will want to see this coffee cup kept refilled, 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 black, constantly refilled, black. If it's watered down and brown, I will send it back. Black, I will send it back. If it's watered down and brown, I will send it back. If it's watered down and brown, I'll send it back. Black, is that understood? Of course. Also, it's none of your business, but the wife and I are on a budget, and we are looking at a relatively cheap outing. She would appreciate it if I were to be frugal. And And I I agree with her. That is why we are here, to make a good price. Lucille smiles approvingly. Lumbar adds, This is only a breakfast, so no need to make it into a banquet. The waitress nods, smiling. Lumbar can't stand women. What's with that smile? You gonna be fair with me? Look, why don't you start by just telling me what you want to eat? We'll go from there. Lumbar leans in. What was left of any kindness in his voice is now completely absent. He's all business. For me, two eggs, both fried, over easy. That yolk better be wet. For her, one egg, scrambled, hard. She likes it dry. It better be dry. Got it. A lightly toasted slice of bread for me 
and for her, a half a grapefruit. Got it. Okay, so two easies fried for you. Grapefruit half for her. Note on the yolk. Single eggs scrambled hard for her. You want that thing dry. And light toast for you. I'll add jelly and butter for free. And uh, there's these two coffees. Anything else to drink? The wife smiles and looks at Lumbar. Despite all their squabbling, they do have a romantic thing together. Yes, for her, he smiles. To go with the grapefruit, one orange juice. The couple smiles at one another. Bang, the waitress observes. Emotional connection with that OJ order. She knows exactly what to do. All right, well, will that be your whole order, sir? No Danish or muffin muffin or anything? No. What are you doing? Let's cut that out right now. Yes, what I just said to be ordered is my order. That is my order. No extra food. No Danish. No muffin. Don't even try me. This happens every time to Lumbar. They thin him out with questions. He needs to regain control of the conversation. You haven't yet asked, miss, but I am now prepared to make my offer, he says. Oh, (laughs) sorry, sir. Sorry, sir. You're very right. I was just lost in all these food details. You know, you know how girls are. Okay, so three eggs, one slice of bread, two coffees, an OJ, and a half a grapefruit. What were you thinking total for the whole thing? Food costs, incidentally, would be about 30 cents total for this order. Lumbar states, I was thinking 75 cents for the whole thing. He smacks his hand flat on the table. It's a fair offer. 75 cents. Didn't start out cheap. Didn't start out cheap. His firm and research, including menu data of other diners in the area. He's made a couple phone calls before making this order. His wife, Lucille, is impressed. She was expecting him to wimply start out at 60 cents and inch up to 75. That's her husband right there, making the good 75 cent order. That's exactly what it should be. But there's a pause. The waitress looks at the man with a sad expression. It is eager to help, but seemingly unable. Oh, oh sir, sir, I'm sorry. I am very sorry. I would love to do that. You know, I, I would love 75 to do that. cents. 75 cents does make sense. Makes a lot of sense to me. But you know, but but, but what? It is, it is absolutely, absolutely 75 cents. cents. I dare I dare you to reject that. Well, hold on. Let me figure some things out. The waitress does some scratching and a few more calculations. This This will be your counteroffer. Or a joke, if they were sitting at the counter, it would be a counteroffer. But this is a table offer because they're sitting at a table. Booth offer, it's her reply to his 75 cent offer. What do you got? The man asks. Okay, Okay. well, Well, I've run run the numbers. Bread is looking plenty cheap right now. So that toast is almost free. And you know that, you've done your research, I can tell. But this time of year, do you even look at the newspapers? With Florida's bad season, even with concentrate, juice is just killing us. I don't know what to do. I mean, I can I can knock off. I'll give you an offer in a moment. A moment. I'll give you an offer in just one moment. Just one moment. The waitress is taking far too long. Lumbar fumes. Lumbar fumes. 
you have to admit to not checking the citrus reports in the newspaper. He doesn't even know where to look for that. Well, I can knock off the price of one of the eggs. How's that? I'll go $1.30 for the whole thing. Lumbar is stammering, somewhat irate. Dollar th- <clears throat> $1.30. Now, je- no, no, no. Now, wait just one minute. Women, Lumbar fumes to himself, his wife in one ear, and this waitress in the other. Why isn't there a man here he can order to? Man, man, man here he can order to. Why do you always have to ask anything to women? Especially with menus and deals. Menus and deals. Dealing prices for food off menus and deals. $1.30 just doesn't add up, he says. $1.30 just doesn't add up, he says. Okay, hold on, the waitress smiles. Must be me. You know, math is tough for us girls. Oh, here we go. How about I go an even dollar twenty-five? How about <clears throat> how about you chop out all that fruit? Lumbar, his wife Lucille says. No OJ? None of it, he yells. No fruit. But sir, I just saw your wife smile. You just saw your wife smile. I just saw your wife smile. You just saw your wife smile. About that juice, that juice, that juice. It's our special thing, special thing, the wife confides. Lumbar is sulking. He looks out to the garbage to try and spot another vulture or something to stare at to calm his anger. Calm his anger, vulture. Perhaps only audible to him and him alone. Vulture. Well, if we're not just that, any juices, grapes, shiny plump well, plums, if we're not shiny juices, came in just this afternoon. The Tardist. Following her training, the waitress asks, Well, how about some grapes instead? How about some grapes instead? Shiny plump ones. Grapes? It works every time. Lumbar is silent. His wife, Lucille, is pushing his shoulder. How about everything you ordered, along with some of those tasty grapes? Grapes? We'd go $1.50 for the whole meal. Grapes. Lumbar seems to fall lightly asleep. Grapes. It's a deal, then. Sold for $1.50. Thanks, I'll be right back with your order. Lumbar, Lumbar you promised you wouldn't go over a dollar. dollar. Lucille sinks, sinks into, into a huge, huge disapproval. Lumbar tries to, to shake, shake his head out of a grape trance. Out of a grape, grape trance. Out of a grape trance. Out of a grape trance. Why does this always happen? Grape trance. Grape, grape trance. Well, they better fucking be damn good eggs. Lucille can barely look at her loser husband. I'm using the restroom, she says. Live and let die by the egg order. The waitress walks away from the table and puts in the order. God, Angela, this job just kills me with the bidding. But I just sold 40 cents of food for $1.50. 
Marie displays the order, fanning her body back and forth and smiling at the signed $1.50 note. All Clarence coffee cup deals are final and a promise is made to pay in a pre-signed note prior to the order ever being made. This is all some paperwork prior to being seated and this order is signed Lumbar Stork along with an address for 102 Scorched Eagle Lane Drive in the north end of town. Angela smiles. Oh, Marie, that's going to be a great percentage for you. Nice job, honey. After costs, Marie is probably going to get 20 to 25 cents out of this one ticket alone. And that's before tip. And, you know, lumbar, you got to leave at least something. This is all going to be a good start for Marie's daily $4 goal for take-home. Marie and Angela are on the other side of the room. Marie looks out that window of the coffee cup. It's letting in a huge amount of direct morning light. Marie loses herself in the moment of the sun. Marie loses herself in the moment of the sun, in that moment of the sun. The sun has a hypnotizing effect. It calms her. It's perhaps the same way uttering grapes works to loosen the mind of a man. The mind of a man. The mind of a man. Just then, Angela can't help but utter, Sweetheart, is that what I think it is? Think it is? Think it is? Angela is pointing down to Marie's left hand. To Marie's left hand. To Marie's left hand. A quiet gold band with a small jewel on top. Marie is equally embarrassed and excited. She nods into a smile and starts shaking her head quickly up and down in affirmation. Angela pulls Marie close into a hug. Oh, Marie. Oh, Marie. Marie had not yet figured out a way to ever take off the ring, but she wasn't sure if it was okay to wear at work. It seems Angela has just cleared all of that up. Marie wants to say something, but doesn't know what to say. His name is Dale, Marie says, but it's enough just to say the name. Heck, the most important part of anyone is what they're called, Angela thinks. And Marie says Dale, his name, like it deserves to be said. Angela is still in a daze, sugar spiked by the good news. Oh, Dale, Dale and, Marie. and Marie, that'll look just great on every Christmas card every year. On every Christmas card every year. On every Christmas card every year. Angela Simmons loves it when young people get married. It's like for that moment, she's young again. It's the kind of moment where a young person shares their youth with you, shares their youth with you. And the older you get, the more you devour it. Or at least that's the way Angela Simmons sees it. At the coffee cup, Sam is here too. He and Charlene have been back at table 19 for about an hour, about an hour. Charlene and Sam's eyes look wide and red. Eyes look wide and red. With a kind of pleasing hangover. Wide and red. With a kind of pleasing hangover. Almost proud hangover. Mixed with hours of cigarettes. 
It's a look that only teens can manage to not make look troubling or homeless. But regardless of their plastic youth, they do look very rough. Marie walks back to the coffee station, coffee station, back to the coffee station to put in a fresh bag of coffee and fill up the water mug. Sam surprises her by showing up right there in the station with a sense of urgency. Charlene is behind him, busily working on her jacket. He's tucking in his shirt. <clears throat> hey, sis. Hey, thanks for the breakfast. Leaving, Leaving so, so suddenly? Marie asks. Sam says yeah, and then offers a quick hug and a kiss on her cheek. Time, Time kind of passed us. Background dinner, he says. Charlene smiles, too, and laughs slightly. Then out the front door of the coffee cup, the two of them quickly split. Ten minutes later, the wife of Lumbar Stark is screaming. Someone, she insists, has stolen her purse. That she reached for it at the restroom to freshen up and noticed it's not there. It was in her jacket and someone has stolen her purse. She even has a mink purse, Lumbar is now remembering. That damn small mink purse. I think it'd just fall right out of the pocket. So slippery. I didn't see any purse of yours, Lucille, Lumbar insists. I had it with me, Lucille says. It was in my coat. Someone has stolen my purse. <laughs> Misery loves comedy. And for the first time all day, Lumbar is smiling. He still doesn't believe her, but he does offer her one possible reply. Well, Lucille, if you find it, why don't you pay for the eggs? <laughs> <laughs>